Welcome, welcome to the Sharpway Show. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for joining me this evening. It is amazing that you are you know, spending a few more uh, hours of your evening with me. I appreciate that. Um, I wanted to talk today. I don't often deal with this type of stuff. I know I don't often deal with it. I know I don't. But sometimes I do. And some of you are going to be upset because you don't like when I talk about anything to do with race. And some of you love it. So that's going to happen. And I'm also going to bring up someone who I haven't brought up in a very long time. Candace Owens. I haven't brought her up in months. I don't know how long it's been. Uh, Maybe a year even. It's been a long time. I don't usually bring her up. She's not someone I usually follow or, or talk about. I know some of my audience really likes her. So you get upset whenever I bring her up. But I'm going to talk about the the current feud she has right now. And why does this feud even matter? Lots of people who are popular have feuds all the time. They have fights, whatever the case may be. Happens all the time. This one is between two black conservative women, right? Not many of those in America, right? And they're popular. Two popular black conservative women. Uh, between Candace Owens and Kimberly, I hope I say it right. I think it's pronounced Klasik. I may be wrong if I'm saying it wrong. I apologize if any of her fans are watching. I apologize. I think it's Klasik. So Kimberly Klasik, Klasik and Candace Owens. Now, the issue here is they're attacking each other as if one or the other is wrong or bad. Supposedly, it's I guess because Klasik is crooked or something like that. I don't think that's true. And to be clear, I've never met either woman. So I don't know them all. But here's what it it, it started because of a tweet. Candace Owens doesn't like Juneteenth. Now, I've done an entire show on Juneteenth. So I'm a tad biased. But let me show you. This is the actual tweet that she posted, right? She this is her post her post. She posted Juneteenth is so lame. Democrats need to stop trying to repack his irrigation. I'll be celebrating July 4th and July 4th only. I'm American. Now you might say, well, Larry, why do you care? Why do I care? Here's why I care. Because she's constantly doing stuff like that. That's why I care. Because she's constantly crapping on things, taking a nice steaming dump on things that makes some black people feel good. Yes, is Juneteenth all of a sudden going to change the world? Of course not. Is it a Democrat thing? Also, of course not. It's just a, a way of making black people in America feel good about it. And if you if you if you live in the South and you're black, you know many people in the South, black people in the South specifically, already celebrated Juneteenth. So it was always something that they celebrated. When I grew up in the North, I grew up in New York. I knew what it was, but it wasn't the thing we celebrated. It just wasn't the thing we celebrated. But I knew what it was. And I wasn't against it. I think it was lame. I didn't, it was a thing. I didn't really care much about it. It was nice. I knew it and we moved on. And, and that was kind of it. So she, she put that out. A lot of black people got upset about that. They didn't like it. And they attacked her. And I don't blame them. She has every right to not like Juneteenth. Lots of people don't. It's fine. But there was no need to say that yet again and to make it about segregation and to dump on a holiday that some people really liked and wanted to enjoy. It wasn't required. So people got upset. I get it. It makes sense. And then she doubled down, which made people <laughs> more upset. Of course. She then, when someone says it, she says, this is your daily reminder that immigrants from Africa 
as well as the Caribbean, are among the most successful ethnic groups in the country. America doesn't discriminate against people based on skin. Black Americans are just focused on meaninglessness like Juneteenth. If you don't take that as anti-Black, how else can you take it, right? I mean, how could you take that? If you're a Black person watching, how else can you take that? What she's just said is if you come from Africa or Caribbean, then you are successful. But if you don't, you're not successful. Why? Because you're bad or incompetent or stupid. That's what comes across. And if you ask her about that, she doesn't even say you're wrong. She's like, yes, black people are bad. That's why so many black people don't like her and get upset at her because of this type of thing. This is a common thing she does. She does it constantly, all the time. So people get mad at her, of course. Well, Kimberly Klasik got mad at her, right? She got mad at her. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised that she did. Of course she did. I didn't like it either, but I just didn't say anything because I don't. I'm doing what I wish Candace Owens would have done, and I wouldn't be doing this. When I don't like things, very often, I just say nothing. Candace could have just said nothing. She didn't. She decided to dump on it and then double down on dumping. And then when Kimberly Clayson got upset about it and said something about it, Candace decided to go on the offensive. And she said, how dare this woman think that she can be cool like me? I'm going to punish her. Now, you Candace Owen fans are going to be mad at me right now. And that's okay. You can be mad. I'm just telling you, Candace Owens did some stuff that she probably shouldn't have done. It was just mean to do. This, she put out a video like this. Put a video out. Here, that's overwhelming. Like, it's so overwhelming about Kimberly Klasik. Um, and what the implications are here is that, you know, where there's one, there's many. Did you hear what she just said? Where there's one, there's many. She is accusing Kimberly uh, Klasik of horrible things, but then says, where there's one, there's many. That's a phrase used for things like roaches and vermin and rats and mice. And you say that about a fellow black woman. Yeah, I'm not liking this. You can be mad at me, guys, if you want to. This is inappropriate. You could have just said nothing. You could have walked away. Do you know how many times I've been insulted online or attacked or called a name during my campaign, racial slurs? Do you know how many times? And what do I do? I walk away. If you can't take this, don't be in this field, right? Go run a laundromat, go drive a truck, go get a government job, go start a business, do whatever is your thing. But if you're going to be in this public sphere, you're going to get insulted. You've got to be able to walk away. Um, and so honestly, legitimately, if you have a pen and a paper, you might want to start writing some of this stuff down because yeah, you're going to have to then investigate and keep it going. I'm not an investigator. You're going to have to keep it going because I now I, basically what she's done is she says, now I need all my people to now attack her. All my people who support me. Go attack her. But this is the first time that I'm acting in that capacity. So I reached out. To this is a lie. She does this all the time. The, the thing that bothers me about Candace Owens here is she didn't investigate Kim Klasik because she thought she was dirty. That's not what she did. She investigated Kim Klasik because she wanted Kim to be dirty. She decided that Kim was her enemy and she decided to attack her and find things about her past and use it to attack her. That is what bothers me about this. If someone had, had, had given her a tip and said, hey, I think Kim is, is dirty. I think Kim is a, a money launderer 
or something like that, right? Then I get it. And then if you're doing that, why are you doing it? Why don't you get your rich, get a private investigator, call a cop. There are many things you could do. But this was personal for Candace. This is personal. This is her going, how dare you not accept me as the queen of all the black conservatives? And if you don't, I will punish you. This was petty. This was petty. She shouldn't have done this. This is the wrong thing. It's a bad look. And I think in the long run, this is going to hurt her because this is not a good look and it's petty. But I don't think she can get it. I think Candace has a problem. She has to be number one. And if she's not, she starts becoming insecure and petty. She did this exact same thing. The last time I got mad at her, now remember now, last time I got mad at her was last year, was George Floyd. When George Floyd was, was killed, when he died, the first thing she did was look into George Floyd's background. She didn't look into the officer's background. And there was another officer that was killed that weekend. I forgot the gentleman who was who was killed. Her words were, and this officer got killed, and he did everything right. How would she know he did everything right? She didn't look into his background. She only looked into the background of the person she wanted to punish. And this is Kim. To be forward, I don't know Kim. Kim might be a terrible person and she might be a saint and a wonderful human being. I have no idea. All I'm saying is this is Candace bullying the new girl. This is Candace being petty and putting Kim in her spot. This is weakness on Candace's point. She has a team of people. Why is she doing it herself? Because I'm going to show you. This is a very bad look for her. And again, if she thinks that Kim is a bad person, you got people to do your homework. You got a team to go dig the dirt. You could do it. Call the cops then. Get a private investigator if you think she's actually dirty. You don't. You just want to punish her. And you have to make sure that she knows it's you. And that's the thing that's bothering me. She has to make sure that Kim knows it's her different people and you know ask them to clarify what i was reading in terms of these documents mm -hmm. to make sure that i didn't make any mistakes and that was she why was i wanted to hold off on doing a live because i didn't want to be irresponsible and obviously the only reason i started this was because of what started as a petty twitter feud uh, i only reason i started it was what's of a petty twitter feud yeah at least you're honest on that one that led me down a path with so many twists and turns you could have just walked away that's one thing you could have done. You could have just Turns, walked away. I'm just like, what is happening? This is crazy. All right, so let's start from the beginning. Obviously, there's been this random thing that keeps it's happening to me where random. a black conservative will be yeah. running for Congress in a random district, you know, somebody that no one's ever heard of. Like, Do you hear her dismissiveness? Look, if any of you have a psych background or are in that field, can't you hear it in her voice, you know, some random person who no one's heard of. That's literally what she's saying. Her words, you know, these people who are nowhere as good as me, how dare they look at me? Why are you starting that? Why don't you just say she made a tweet? She tweeted at me based upon my tweet. You could just say that, but you don't. You've got to first put her down before you go anyplace. You know, great, awesome. Whatever. They do a catchy video. They raise Losers. a bunch of money and somewhere along the line, they just start attacking me. Like I'm not there. They don't somewhere attack you. You constantly say terrible shit about black people. You constantly do that. It's not random. They're running for office. You say something terrible. 
their friends who are black go, did you see what Candace Owens said? And they have to react. If you would stop saying terrible shit about black people, they would stop reacting. It isn't random. You are causing it. it what, the world revolves around you and it's random? Oh, I don't, why are all these black people mad at me? Could it be because I take steaming piles of crap on everything? Yeah. And you might say, but Larry, she takes a crap on everything. Did she take a crap on, I don't know, Columbus Day? No. I didn't see her doing that. She mad about Yom Kippur? No. She's not. Did she take a stance on Indigenous People Day? No. She didn't. She took a stance on George Floyd, Juneteenth. It's it's not random. Candidate they're running against in Congress, but they usually just kind of are trying to prove like I'm a different black person than Candace, and I really y- yes, that is correct. I am happily a different black person than Candace Owens. Yes, I will try to prove that on a weekly basis. I would. Yes, that's correct. Really care about black causes, like. I can probably say, and the irony being is that every single one of these black congressional candidates has asked me for an endorsement. Okay. See how cool she is? They've all come, they've all come to me, the queen, and I will then decide if I will give them my blessing or not. Okay. Full stop. I could drop, it doesn't matter, it doesn't, like, you know, this is not relevant today, I could drop it, but what you everyone say. messages me and says, ask me for endorsement, oh, love you, would love to connect, and then if I don't endorse them, because I actually believe that it's irresponsible to endorse people without knowing them and is doing right? due diligence, then suddenly it's like, I hate Candace, and I'm just going to keep... No, that's not what happens at all. They ask you for an endorsement, because you are a leader in the Black conservative community, that's a fact, because you are powerful in the Republican Party, that's a fact. Because people, because you know people like Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and the Trump family. So, of course, if somebody is running as a Republican, of course they would ask you for an endorsement. Of course they would. And they don't get mad at you all of a sudden when you say no. That's not what happens. They ignore you because you ignore them and they walk on and try to still become as powerful as they can. Then you say something terrible about black people and they're caught in the crossfire. So you cause it's not because you didn't endorse them. It's because you say terrible stuff about black people. That's why. Pinning her. So this entire story obviously starts with um, Kimberly Clasic. She notoriously ran in Baltimore. I think she's notorious again. I don't think she will be after this investigation. This video. You'll fix her. Um, but you know, Do you hear that? She won't be running again because I'll take care of her. No, she just came after me on Twitter one day and. Okay, she this look. She says after see what how how full of shit she is. She says once I don't endorse them, then they come after me. Well, Kimberly Clasic didn't. And then she goes, well, this happened after the tweet. She all of a sudden came after me. No, you took a steaming dump on Juneteenth, a holiday that a lot of black people like, and you're black. It makes people upset. If some prominent Jewish person took a dump on, I don't know, Yom Kippur or something, I don't, I, my Jewish friends, I'm sorry. I don't know if that's, I don't know how important your holidays are. But as, assuming that some Jewish person said that who was popular, a lot of Jewish people would be unhappy and they'd say, why are you saying this? What's wrong with you? You're one of us. What are you doing? Of course. Well, when you do it, yeah, it's kind of the same. Didn't come out of nowhere. About me saying that Juneteenth is a scam. It is. Again, dailywire.com slash subscribe. Use my code Chrissy. And tonight's episode, I will unpack why Juneteenth is a Look at that. You're not grifting. Who's not grifting? Not you. 
not you. You brought us into three minutes into the video, which is how you get your good, uh, you, you get a uh, monetized. Got us in three minutes, right? Three minutes. And then right after that, you said, hey, why don't you subscribe to my channel and I'll tell you more. Who's grifting? Not you. A scam being orchestrated by Democrats. Um, and it's not about celebrating scam. black freedom, but she was upset by these comments and she made an allegation about me and said that, you know, Candace doesn't do anything with the black community. I'm paraphrasing here, but Candace doesn't do anything for the black community. She's not around the black community. Um, well, that's kind of true, but fine. And I basically responded and was like, listen, I'm not, you know, a part of the group of people that are grifting hundreds of thousands of dollars from Republicans. The woman who literally just said, subscribe to my channel, Daily Wire, just now. Then 15 seconds later, I'm not part of those grifters. Look, I want you to give me money too. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about it. But I'm open. And I give you stuff for free anyway. And I ask you for money. And I still give you stuff, even if you don't. Some of you support me. Some of you don't. And you still get free stuff. And I find sponsors on my own so that I can still give you stuff. This woman literally just said, I'm not a grifter. By the way, subscribe. What? She's queen grifter. And it was this tweet that sent me on a search because she answered. The tweet sent you on a search. And I want you to look into this yourselves. She answered and she said, well, Down. I actually, I said to her, like, I run a charity. I raise money for, you know, black people whose businesses were destroyed the during the Black Lives Matter riots, which. Because Black Lives Matter is all that matters for those people who are being evil. I did. We raised over six figures for black businesses that were destroyed. We obviously employ a ton of minorities. It's not a requirement. It just happens to be that usually, you know, a, somebody on the ground will get super involved with Flexit. And then we'll say we should actually hire them as an employee. So right Agreed. now, all of our employees, barring one, are actually minorities. It's just, you know, we're. Let me grab a couple of these, these comments. You guys have a lot of comments. Let me grab a couple of these if you want to. Christine says, I love Candace Owens. I'm sorry, Christine. I'm beating up Candace Owens today. I'm sorry. I still love you, but I'm beating her up today. She was mean and petty, and she shouldn't have done this. She should have walked away from this. She just shouldn't have done it. So, yes. James says, hello from Tokyo. Hey, James, what's going on? David says, Juneteenth should be recognized, but replacing 4th of July with Juneteenth, I don't support. I hope no one's doing that, David. Um, I have not heard that, but, I mean, that's that would be stupid, and I'd be totally against it. I really hope that's not the case. I think June is a wonderful holiday for people to celebrate. It's good. It's nice. It's the, the end of slavery isn't a black holiday, right? It, the, the, the sad part is it was and heavily Southern-based. Some people in the North did celebrate Juneteenth, but not many. It was much, much more of a, a Southern black holiday in general, right? So it was. Now it can be an American holiday. It's awesome. We don't have slavery. Is that a good thing? If we're libertarians, we should be happy that let's celebrate. No more slavery. That, that's a good thing. I think it shows it's good that white people also are the ones who ended slavery. So we can give the white people some some credit, too, can't we? It's not just the black thing. It can be a every American thing. It's good. I love it. Rob, she says Klesik was committing fraud and, and, and laundering money. She does. She is saying that. From what I see, and I'll show you what I mean here, I think it's complete garbage. I think it's absolutely not true. I think it's complete garbage. It's total speculation. She's just trying to trash her donors. What 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 some of you may or may not know if you spend time in this world, a lot of your world is based upon donors and sponsors, and most of them are heavy hitter donors and sponsors who will drop five or six or sometimes even seven figures into your either campaigns or into your packs or into your nonprofits. It's a common thing. 
And often they will also share donors, right? Because they're both black conservative women and people who care about black conservative women issues will often want to support both of them to make sure their, their issues get pushed forward. It's a common thing. So what Candace is doing now is basically trying to poison the well for her donors. That's why she puts the fraud and money laundering because nobody wants to be in the middle of that if there is any. This was not an accident. This was an attack on Kim, but the point was not to put Kim in jail because there's no evidence to put her in jail. If there was, she would have called the cops. This was just to publicly shame her so that her donors would abandon her. This was an attack on Kim's money. So be clear, this was an attack on Kim's money. Christine says, Candace doesn't seem to have an off switch. That's true. I wish sometimes you just go off. It'd be better. So, yes. Yeah. Um, Fatima says, um, I love Candace, but it seems like she's bullying the new girl. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Candace, is, I'm, I'm not saying that Candace is always wrong at all. At all. I'm saying she's being a petty bully here and she should just stop. And she should have stopped a long time ago. And this shows, in my view, a, a bit of a level of immaturity. She's picking on someone who's not her size, and she's purposely putting her down. She really shouldn't be doing this. She should have walked away. If she's if she's as royal as she claims to be, she can walk away. Right? You guys have seen me. Some of you got mad at me. When I debated some people in the past, they weren't of my knowledge base or caliber. And that sounds kind of crappy when I say it that way, but I just, how I felt, did I beat them up publicly? No, I actually put the gloves back on. I, and somebody got mad at me. Why didn't you beat this person? Like, Cause I don't want to beat somebody. I don't want to be a bully. I want to fight someone who's either stronger than me or equal to me. I want to, and I want to try to have real back and forth. I don't want to beat up somebody who can't fight back. This is what she's trying to do. It's the wrong answer. Dustin says, yeah, it seems like Candace is a little scared Kim was going to steal her following or something. See, I'm not the only one seeing this. I think in the long run, this hurts Candace. This is a bad move for her. It's going to hurt her. Um, Tom says, I loved Kim's ads during her election. She should come over to our party. She'd be welcome. Um, look, I'm happy to have Kim over uh, if she wants to. She's she's a, a big Trump supporter, so she might be a little bit too much like anti-immigration and stuff for us, maybe. But it's fine. Look, I'll take anybody if she wants to come over. The thing I liked about Kim more than anything is Kim actually was in her neighborhood. I mean, she actually was like in the hood. She was there. And that's great. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to say you're going to support the neighborhood, she was there. So Karen does not like her. Clearly, Ugh, she's awful. There we go. Yes. Paula says, Kenneth sounds a little mean girls. See, I knew I'm not the only one. Yeah. Torrance, a lot of things Candace is about black Americans isn't untrue. Yeah, she probably focused on the negatives, but still true. You, again, my point, Torrance, I'm not saying she's wrong, right? And the stuff she says, I'm not, I, I, guys, I hope, I hope you guys don't think I'm saying that. I'm saying she's being petty. She's being insecure and she's dumping on black people again, which she didn't have to. It's unnecessary. You could just say, hey, I don't like June. I think it's bullshit. And walk away. Done. You could just say that. Or you could say nothing. Right? She attacked Kwanzaa years ago. Look, I'm not, I don't so like Kwanzaa either. I didn't grow up on Kwanzaa, right? I knew what Kwanzaa was. A couple of my friends in um in my neighborhood actually did celebrate Kwanzaa when I was a kid in the Bronx. But we didn't. We were Christmas and that was it, right? That's what we were. Christmas and New Year's, and that was it. At teenager, Christmas only, that's all we did. 
as an adult a couple of times. I was at a couple of households where they celebrated Kwanzaa. So I've been around it here or there, but it hasn't been a thing in my life. But do I hate it? Would I take a dump on it? No. Some people love Kwanzaa. Enjoy it. It's your thing. Good. I'll, and when I'm there, I'll, I'll bring the corn. I'm there. We'll have some corn together. All good, right? I literally had a Pan-African flag that I would sometimes bring over. So I, 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 do I still have it? I might still have it. I don't remember if I still have it or not. But yeah, so like I get Kwanzaa. I've been around it, but I'm not dumping on it because I, I don't celebrate it. And that's my point, Torrance. It's not whether what she says or is talking about the black community is true or not. It doesn't have to be so vitriolic. It doesn't have to be so dismissive. She literally used a, a, a phrase earlier where there's one, there's many, which people use to, to, to talk about rats and rodents and roaches. You don't have to be that bad. You just don't. It's not required. That's really the issue. It, it's just not required, right? And I guess that's, that's, my, that's my point. It's just not required. In over 30 states, we have state leaders all across the country. Now and she's do talking a- about how good she is again. Is that working? Is everybody? I got to hear how good she is now again. Paused. We get it. Um, You're the queen. It's sure fine. Service. I don't want to start this and then have people say that they can't see Let things. me uh, pop up to the next piece she um, brings up if I can. So, yeah. So basically, piece, you know, Blexit, we're having an event this week. Let me move forward to the piece she talks about 2014 here. 2014 filings. But the pictures look like she's picked up a ton of clothes. So in my head, I'm She's talking about filings she looked for companies that she supposedly worked for. And she's looking at these filings for when they filed, how they filed, not realizing that last year, everything shut down. You can't file. Like, okay, like she probably is running like a little bit of a charitable scam. Like that was my thought. Like that's my. She's probably running a charitable scam. She like says. Opinion, where she's just picking up clothes and selling them on eBay and pocketing the money. And that's why she doesn't want to give me any names. Literally no proof of this whatsoever. None. She just said she's probably selling clothes on eBay and pocketing the money. Zero proof of this. Or anything, but like, who cares, right? This is like petty stuff, like in terms of the scheme of things, running a charitable scam for 10 years, you know, it's bad, but doesn't- Running a scam for 10 years on no proof whatsoever. Race of a level of like, oh my God, this is crazy. So I asked her to come on the show and she was very hesitant and said she was booked until August and like- Oh, see, now here we go again. So I said, come on my show. The queen has summoned thee. Come to the court. And of course, Kim was smart and said, I don't know if I want to go to that court. That's going to be the red wedding. I'm going to go there. I'm going to be arrested and I'm going to have my head in the pike. Maybe I don't want to go to the queen's court. And the queen got pissed off. How dare you? All the stuff. And so I asked her if September would be better. And when I said the word September, she freaked out. And it was so weird. And -hmm. she was like, that's not funny. And I was like, what's not funny? Like, you just said you were booked till August. Can you do September? And she said, oh, it was this whole legal battle I had. Like, never mind. Which brought me to find after I was looking into her charity. So now she's looking into the charities now. She's looking into everything. Why are you looking into everything? A clip on The View, of all places, where Sunny Hostin is commenting on Kimberly Clasic. And she says, like... All I'm going to say is September. Mm-hmm. Is it September? I'm paraphrasing. Is it September? And I was like, what is with this word September? Like, why is this like a Kimberly? Like, I want to be clear. Candace Owens, married, child, business, places she can go to, her own show on the Daily Wire, all these things. And she literally, I'm going to be clear. 
And she thought the right answer is to spend her time, her personal time, looking up stuff on Kim. I just want you to think about that. She's a multimillionaire. And her hubby is a hedge fund guy. So hubby, tons of money. They, he got, he's got money. She's got money. His family's got money. They, it's not like they don't have cash. You don't have staff that can do this? You don't want staff. You got to do it yourself. The classic buzzword. So I do a little digging and I find mm-hmm. out that Kimberly Klasik was a stripper um, yep. named September and that her mm-hmm. husband was the manager of the strip club. It's a strip club in yep. uh, in the Baltimore region, in Maryland. This is true. She was a stripper, it's true. Yep. Um, and allegedly they met stripping and like she was the person who helped to bring a lot of strippers into this club. Um, and so I thought, wow, this is really interesting because this person attacked me and said that I am a bad look for the black community. I'm not good for the black community because I don't want to celebrate Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And yet- the debauchery that happens at a strip club, the vulnerable women that are at strip clubs. Did you see how horrible this woman is? Do you see how horrible this woman is? What she's just said, it's funny, this woman who's a stripper, how dare her talk to me, the debauchery that goes in the strip clubs. I'm a bad look, what about her? No, Kim is a, look, I don't know Kim, but I'm going to tell you, and if you don't know this, You don't know any poor community to include the black community, but to include any poor community. There's a lot of women who will do whatever they got to do to feed their family, particularly when their men go away, either in prison or they're gone addiction or whatever the case may be. And sometimes that includes sex work, which means stripping. Yeah, it does. Sometimes it means to feed their kids. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it's the only way to get themselves better. Sometimes it's the only way to control their own money so they can go to college. You know that joke about, you know, I'm paying my way through college. They've done studies on this. Give or take between 25 and 30% of shippers are actually in college. That's a real thing. About a third or to a, to a quarter are actually in college. Women doing what they got to do to pay their way to become better. And here comes Candace Owens taking a dump on them again. Yeah, Kim didn't come from money, so she stripped to make some cash. In fact, you may know this, about 20% of strippers are single moms. Yeah. Why are you dumping on a woman trying to make some money to, to move herself ahead? And and because we all oh, debauchery in a strip joint, so she's she's a terrible person. She's making money. She's a hustler to make some money. I I get a little upset because the idea of someone trying to act like some woman doing what she's got to do to move herself forward. I mean, it went more from strip club to running for Congress. Again, I don't know. I don't know Kim personally, but just a woman's going to do that. You should be like, well done. Well well, well done. Good for you. Instead of taking a dump on her. Um, And the idea that you married someone who was the manager of the club kind of seems like maybe something relative that Republicans. Yeah, see, that Republican should like strip club managers because, you know, strip club managers, I guess, are Democrats. Is, is that how that works? Look at how her nose is physically up. She can't even, she's just, she can't, oh, I am so much better than these peasants. I'm so much better than these peasants. I didn't know Kim. Now I like her.
Like, I don't even know. Kim might be a bad person. I don't, I don't know her at all. But now I like her now just because of this. And should know. None of them know this. And you've raised $8.2 million talking about family values. And yeah. Candace Owens is asking fellow conservatives to look into Kim, Kim McClessis for fraud. She's been attacking Candace. So Candace's investigation on her to find out why. That's what it says in the right. This is her people saying, go after, go after uh, Klasik. Go after Kim. Find out. Look, if I'm just asking questions. I'm just destroying her donor base. I'm attacking her money. This is petty, horrible stuff. And I researched to confirm that her husband was the manager of the club. It was an old listing in the Maryland page. And why does that matter? Um, so, so being a manager of a strip club, is that now a bad thing? Is that now terrible too? Is, are those people unworthy of talking to you now? Maryland white pages that had him listed as a manager of the club. So all of that checked out. Um, and there were pictures of her in the strip club, a lot of pictures of her in the strip club, about yeah. five pictures, plus a stripper of her holding a, a picture, sorry, a picture of her holding a bunch of singles, which I will maybe post later. Um, Why would you post that? Why? If you're a stripper, you get singles. That's how you make your money. That's how you pay your bills. But it's a picture of a singles. What'd you expect? They have to swipe a credit card? What are you going to do? I don't be interesting, but no. And she's just holding a bunch of like ones and she's in like a very suggestive outfit and she's in front of the club. She's a stripper. She's in a suggestive outfit. Yeah. Look at her. I'm in front of the strip pole. Um, so just seems a little off brand for someone who has just no. said that, you know, she supports family values and like she really cares about Baltimore. Like if you really care about Baltimore, so to be clear, if you're a stripper, you can't care about family values. Maybe trying to keep your family together. How do you know? H how do you know? Maybe you're trying to keep your family together. I don't know what Kim was doing. Kim might be a bad person taking advantage of men. I don't know. Or she might have just wanted to make some money and move herself up, up, the, up the social ladder. It could have been that too. I don't know either one. I would bet that most strippers are trying to make cash. I would think most aren't going, I can't wait to be a bad person. They're trying to make cash. Look at the women now who are in a sex industry, sex working, camming and that stuff. Oh, they're all horrible people? We got a whole lot of bad people in this country, if that's true. Or, or we have a whole bunch of people who are trying to hustle and make a, make a, make a dollar. Could be that too. Let me grab some, some comments. Got a lot of comments here. If, if I could, I'm going to grab some. James says maximum grift. That's good. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, let's see. Paula says, I'm too white to be part of this, but why does she bully black people? Paula, I, I please, I, I'm joking, but I'm not joking. Nobody is too white or too black or too Asian or too Hispanic for any of this. We should all be able to have discussions on race, period. That's why I bring it up sometimes. Everyone gets to have discussions on race. It's okay. Race is part of our nation. It should not be the only thing we talk about, which is why I don't talk about it all the time. But sometimes we should have discussions on it. It's nothing wrong with it. We do feel it. It exists. Let's have a How can we get past problems and, and issues with racism if we don't talk about it? I don't get mad at this. So, yes. Um, why does she bully black people? She's often. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a group of people who do it constantly. And I think there's just money in it. Uh, or maybe she has a severe lack of empathy. I'm just not sure. So, yes. Michael says, Juneteenth should have been called... Juneteenth National Emancipat Emancipation Day rather than National Independence Day. 
Ooh, Michael, that's a very good point. I agree with you. Yeah, that's a very good point. I like that a lot. I'm with you on that. We should like we should do something about that. That's you're totally correct. National Emancipation Day is a much better name than National Independence Day. I completely agree. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you, Michael. I like that idea. It's very good. I'm going to bring that up. I'm going to see if I can get that going. Thank you for that. Um, you should have Kim on your show. I'd love to have her on. I would love to 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 have her on. It'd be great. Yes. So Paul says, I need to stop following Kim. Yes. Christine says, I hate this, but I appreciate the perspective. Thank you, Christine, for not for not hating me. I know there are so many times when I do so many of my shows, there's like always one thing that almost everybody will like, like, well, this thing I don't like about Larry, this thing I don't like. And I'm so happy when people don't like it, but still stay with me, but just, okay, I'm not watching that episode anymore. Or when he covers that, I won't watch him, but other stuff I will. So thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, Escaping the echo chamber. What's going on, Aaron? Candace just threw a lot of stuff at the wall, seeing what would stick in her followers' minds. I wish you were wrong. You are absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. 100%. Yes. Um, Let's see here. Um, Let's see here. Judge much. Yes. I love that. That's good. Um, So what? Stop being a Republican? Yeah. So... She's a Republican and she went, so, so your past means you can't be a Republican or because you used to strip, you can't be a Republican anymore. I, no, I, I just, no. Yes. Uh, Torrance says, Candace lost me on this when she attacked Kim's past profession. Yes. Strippers and sex workers are all humans. Yes. Thank you. Being a stripper shouldn't be a blemish on someone's resume. Absolutely. Y- yes. hundred percent. So. David says, were women forced to work in a strip club? Not that I know of. If so, it's wrong. There we go. They call it human trafficking. Yeah. And if there was, then shouldn't you be calling the cops now? If you honestly, and this is my point, if she honestly believes that people were being forced to work in a club, shouldn't she be on the phone with the, with the cops? Hey, there we go. David says, however, if there's no force, people shouldn't spread rumors. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And that's my entire point, right? That's my entire point. James says, great success story. Guys, I love you guys. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. You just, you just, you can't punish somebody because they got a crappy past. A lot of us have crappy pasts. A lot of us made mistakes in our life. A lot of us have stuff that we're not proud of right now. And some of us, we are proud of it. It just was a tough time. We just had to go through it because it was hard. But we're proud of it. It's fine too. If I was a stripper, I wish I had the body to be a stripper when I was young. It would be kind of cool. But if I was a stripper, I, I wouldn't have been ashamed. I'd be like, yeah, I was a cool stripper. That would be it. So, yes. Or why, why are you in the inner cities doing this? Because we know what strip clubs are about. And that's not to say that you can't be a stripper and reform yourself. But Oh, reform yourself. We know what strip clubs are about. Got to reform yourself, you horrible sex workers, you. Reform yourselves. You gotta find Jesus. That's your problem. By the way, some, you may not know this also, and I, I've done this because I was working with uh, sex workers and sex worker issues during the campaign. And I found out many different data points. And one of them is most sex workers are actually religious. About 80% came from religious household. That's a common thing. So many sex workers already have Jesus in their life or Allah or the temple or whatever, but they have religion in their life already. They do. This isn't that story, right? She's not like she's not like she's come out and talked about being a stripper um, and she's 
upset that I'm not celebrating Juneteenth and is saying that I'm bad for the black community. So I'm like, that's a little like ironic, right? It's Why? It's a little bit ironic. Like It's ironic. <laughs> it's terrible strippers talking to me. Okay. So the person, because I wanted to confirm that she was a stripper before I put that, you know, even put that out there. And I wasn't even sure if I was going to put it out there. Yes, you, you um, knew you were going to. Stop. You knew I you were wanted Hear the ums and the ahs. Like where these pictures were coming from. And I came across another stripper um, who works at the club, who works at the club currently. Um, and right, I just so asked let her me, outright, let me... you know, does Kimberly Clasic work at this club? Like, are these images doctored in any way? And why would you care? Yeah. And that's a very serious allegation because you're talking mm-hmm. about people that are being corrupt with money. You're talking about a lot of Republicans who got scammed. And this actually, like, Republicans like, got scammed. Mm, I don't know if they're going to report on the stripper thing, but then. And then she said the thing about using campaign money. I then kind of said to myself, what's really funny about. So the, the stripper she found said that, that Kim used campaign money for stuff. So how would the other random stripper who works there, how would that person know that the money being used for whatever it was being used for was somehow campaign money? This is what she's going on. This is where a strip, another stripper. Now she just took a dump on strippers. She took a hard dump on strippers. They're bad, horrible, have to re- repent, reform. She just did that. She did it. But now one of them goes, oh, I think she used campaign money. This is the scholar of all the strippers right here. We'll listen to her. What I immediately think about when I think about strip clubs, I think of money laundering. Money I think of people who hide money. Strip clubs, casinos are like really the number one um, joints, if you will, that people use to launder money because- She just made that up. That's absolutely not true. She literally just made that up. Like she was watched the TV show. That's absolutely not true. Top three, laundromats, restaurants, car washes. There was a reason why in uh, what, uh, Breaking Bad, they used a car wash because that's a common thing. Laundromats, car washes, and, um, and restaurants. Those are the top three. Casinos are not the top three for money laundering. There's a gaming commission. It's absolutely not the top for money laundering at all. That's made up. That's not true. Neither are strip joints. They're not the number one. They're very, you know, into cash. It's like, you know, they're cash-based business. And Okay, you can buy stuff on credit card in a casino, can't you? And um, so in my head, I thought to myself, chips. okay, the charity was a bit weird. Seemed like a weird thing to have that wasn't going. So that seems a bit finance buggy weird. And now we have the stripper claiming that she wasn't using her campaign funds appropriately. So obviously the next. So the stripper says, see, I was watching. I was in the books and I was checking this out. What? Step. To me, the obvious step. And this is where it just gets crazy. Oh, before it was okay. Now it's is, crazy. Let me just look at her filings. Like she just ran for Congress. I'm like, the stripper can't make this allegation. I should be able to see some weird spending on her FEC report. So to be clear, she did this. I ran for office. I don't know if I've ever seen an FEC report. That's why you have people who work with you to do this. They're good at this. They do this. I created policy. Lots of it. You guys see my policy. Tons of it. I'm not reading the laws personally. People help me. My team walks me through it. We discuss it. You have a group that does this to create good policy. This isn't me magically coming up with policy. I wish I could. That'd be awesome. It isn't me. Just It's a group of people getting together. And that's why you have teams and, and you work with people. Did this on her own. This is personal. 
This was personal. I now invite you all to pull up Kimberly Klasik's FEC. Now she's asking everyone to comb through her. Think of how horrible this is. This is this is Republican on Republican, by the way. This is this is this is Republican on Republican. Black conservative woman on black conservative woman asking another one for her army to go through someone else's FEC files to find problems. This is hurtful. How do I know that? Because the people who went through my FEC filings when I was running were of libertarians who were mad at me. Exactly the same thing happened. I got backstabbed by libertarians. She's getting backstabbed by her own Republicans. Um, disbursements report. You just have to go to literally FEC.gov. Tell them how. Easy to use, probably the only easy website our government has. And you can look in the search bar and you can type in Kimberly. Think about this. It'll pop up and it will show you every single dollar that she has spent in her campaign because they have to. The irony being that there was all of this What's firestorm that? that the left was looking into her campaign financing because she notoriously raised about $8.2 million because of that video of her strutting down the street. Um, and it's a late game in life for like, you know, a 40 year old woman, she's 40 years old, decided that she wants to run for Congress and be this vocal Republican. Um, and she raised all of this money and the Washington Post and all these people were looking into the, into her finances. And they- now if the Washington Post, let me go what she just says, all these people were looking into her finances. Okay, where are the charges? Where's why isn't she in the perp walk? Why isn't she in handcuffs? Why isn't her accountant or her treasurer in handcuffs? So they all couldn't do it. But Candace Owens, you're gonna though. You're now admitting that they all looked through her stuff because she was doing well. So they went after her and nothing but your army. You're going to get it. This is not an attempt to put Kim in prison. This is an attempt to to make things so uh, so painful for Kim's donors that her donors abandon her. This is an attack on Kim's money to knock Kim down a couple of notches and to show everybody else around that Candace is the queen. That's what this actually is. If there was actual crimes, don't you think Democrats would have already put Kim in prison already? I mean, they're, they're still not getting Trump. They wouldn't have gotten Kim. Come on. Of course they would have. This is an attempt to get rid of her donors. And sadly, it might work. It might actually work. Steve says, uh, oh, oh, sorry. Permanent record. Okay, scratch it. Sorry, something different. I apologize, guys. That was the wrong one. Let me see if I can grab that one. Here we go. Um, Steve says, I have nothing in common with the situation, but I hope when I get my life together, nobody holds me hostage. Every pet has been made in the past. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Just when you think she can't be more awful, she fully jumps the shark. Yes, that's good. James says the strippers care more about Baltimore than politicians. Yes, because they live in Baltimore. You're right. They absolutely do. Yes, absolutely. That's funny. Paula says Jesus said to the priests, there will be prostitutes and publicans ahead of you in heaven. Got to be careful. About arrogance, God may ask you why. Yes, absolutely. Yes, 100%. So the real hustles are in Congress these days. Also true. Yes. Jamie says, Candace is getting jealous because a better looking woman is taking her spotlight. Um, I don't think that's it, right? I mean, maybe. I don't know Candace. But I think it's be- it wasn't because better looking. It was another black conservative doing well who wouldn't bow to her. This is petty. Absolutely. This This is petty. Yes. Sam says poverty is a vicious cycle. I can't blame anyone trying to claw their way out of it. Yes. 
Voluntary transactions should not be demonized. Sam, yes, yes, and double yes. Exactly correct. I completely agree. Yes. Um, JB says, shouldn't, I don't know what that is. Should have something, this Larry Sharp destroys Candace Owens over Kim. Oh, I think titled maybe? Should have titled this Larry Sharp destroys Candace Owens over Kim controversy. Larry is fine to own a few multimillionaires uh, on occasion. Once in a while. Yes, absolutely. Uh, maybe Maybe I'll change the title. Maybe I'll change that. Maybe I will. Um, Steven says, so people can't change. Thank you. Of course. Michael says, Candace is annoying. She has a very high and mighty too good attitude. She's just annoying. She's always talking down to people. That's what bothers me, right? To Torrance's point, um, and I think Christine too, she isn't always wrong. That isn't the point, right? Sometimes she's running the money. But she's just, she says it in such a condescending, vitriolic way. It's hurtful, particularly when there are people who are trying to, to pull themselves out and they hurt. Karen says, one of my best friends of, one of the best friends of Christ himself was a sex worker. That is true. Absolutely. I would say uh, Jesus' best friend was, was a sex worker. It's true. Absolutely. So, all right. Um, Jeffrey says, I usually like Candace. This is a bad look for her. I, and that was my point, Jeffrey. I don't know if you've been on the whole time. This is going to come back to bite her. She looks petty. She looks silly. She looks, she's being a bully. It's a bad look for her. She should have just walked away. She, just said, she, just, she should have just said, you know what? I'm out. Whatever. I'm going to go do my thing. Yes. Uh, anything for notoriety and press coverage, I guess. The, the problem is Candace Owens never apologizes or backs down from anything. She never admits wrong or anything. She didn't even, she didn't even back down from the Hitler quote she did, whatever that thing she did a couple months ago. Just never. Absolutely. Sam says, I love my conservative friends, but where is the path to redemption? Yes. Isn't that part and parcel to the ideology? I really hope so. I really hope so. Yes. Thomas says, I'm playing this stripper game. Every time she slips it in, I take a drink. It could kill us even more. (laughs) I like that. Yes. That's very good. That's very good. All right. Let's see if I can grab a couple more. Uh, Paula says, wow, Candace knows a lot about stripping. Hmm. Should we look into her past? I wouldn't care though. I kept looking at this company that had gotten the most money out of her, like, you know, yes. $4 million. And it actually is a legit company. That's what they determined from all of the search. Like, I know the company. Yes. People searched it's a legit company. So, uh, by the way, I, I skipped past it because it was a little bit boring. The, 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 the claim is that she, I'm not joking, that she spent the money on cocaine. That was the claim. So, Kim Klasick literally. Did a drug test and posted it. She's clean. She posted a drug test over this because she was worried that her donors might think she was on drugs. That's what happened. Kim got so afraid of losing her donors, she thought that she would have to post a drug test from this because the claim was she spent the campaign money, hundreds of thousands of dollars, on cocaine. I'm not joking. This is what Candace Owens is saying. Company, I'm aware of it. So like that actually wasn't shady. It was just that company got lucky because of the way that they structured the campaign. Um, uh, and they got a ton of money. And so the Washington Post kept looking at that company. And they yeah. never looked at any other company on her sheet. Maybe because it didn't matter. Oh, you so did. You found the it. The first thing that jumped out at me, I, I basically just sorted it by the most, you know, the biggest checks that she wrote. Um, and that were- Okay, by the way, she doesn't write the checks. To be clear, 
right? This is the thing that what, what Candace Owens doesn't know is how to run a campaign. She's never run for anything. She doesn't know how it works. When you're in a campaign, and those of you who run before you know, you have a treasurer, right? You're not writing checks. Your treasurer's writing checks, right? If you have a team, sometimes even your marketing person's writing checks even, right? They might be on the account or they might have access to credit card, right? They might be using credit cards. My marketing team had a credit card, right? So they were using they were using the money as they saw fit on Facebook ads and such. So it's not like she's writing the checks herself. Off at her company and like, yeah, she pays for her manager a ton. Okay, fine. Totally fine. Manager She's manager. slash treasurer. Um, but the first Treasurer. Thing that, Thank you. Manager slash treasurer. You're literally, forget it. Really Sorry. jumped out at me on the FEC reports. Again, you can look this up yourself. Please Was don't. that on November 5th, yeah. uh, you know, after the election, she uh, wrote, they, they wrote off uh, a disbursement for 119000 plus dollars. Yes. Um, okay. Very often- the bills for the campaign come in after the, the, the campaign's over. You still got to pay people you owe, right? Vendors bill you, and you don't always get the bill until after the campaign. You still have to pay your bills. So after the campaign, yeah, because the bill came in late. Um, to Pearl Events, that was the name of the company. Uh-oh. And Pearl if you look Events. at the receipts, she wrote it as a meet and greet. So I don't know... Maybe I'm just not rich enough. I can't fathom in my head. You're not rich why enough. A meet and greet with a congressional candidate would cost one hundred and nineteen thousand. So clearly, she used it on cocaine. I think that is a normal. And what else could it be? Because you don't understand how a congressional candidate could spend one hundred nineteen thousand dollars meeting and greeting people. You don't understand it. Clearly, the stripper was right. It was cocaine. Makes no sense. So destroy someone over it. That makes sense. I like that. But I tried in my head. I fathomed in my head. I said, okay, maybe, maybe this is for the whole season. And this is the only firm she used Pearl events. And somehow they, you know, are saying it's $109,000, which sounds like a scam to me, like Pearl events. Of course. But then I look further down in her receipt and she's got tons of meet and greets and they all cost a thousand dollars, $2,000. That sounds about right. $119,000. Because you run for office how many times? Oh, right. Never. Okay. Got at the it. very end. Seems like you're trying to move money off the books to me. Right. Move so I'm like, all right, well, let me look into Pearl. Now you're mo- look, now you're moving. So to be clear, you're moving money off the books. <laughs> if you were going to move money off the books, you wouldn't put it on the books in the first place. Right. If I'm laundering money, why would I put it on the books in the first place? I just take the cash, put it in my pocket. I, right events that seems like the next logical thing to do like obviously like it's a business so all you have to do it says it's a maryland company she put the address of the maryland company on there and so i just looked She's up i went writing to a check the this is just embarrassing the bad i'm gonna move forward a little bit this is embarrassing to, yeah. to maintain all like, business you know, have to file that's true random dusky holman pearl events that's not an event company but did a meet and greet that cost one hundred ninety thousand dollars. she just stays, just she stays on that for minutes She's just saying like, oh, you're looking into me like things must be bad with you and your husband. And I'm like, okay, cool. Anyways, back to this Pearl event. Yeah. So you just keep hammering on something and she's scared of you. I would be scared of you too. I'm just being forward. If I was a Republican woman who shares donors with you, I would be scared of you too. You clearly have a lot of power and influence in the Republican Party. You clearly do. If I was a Republican trying to get your endorsement or being in your world, I'd be scared too. I mean, I'm just being, 
I'd be scared too. And then she's like, oh, no, I'm happy looking to Blexit. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's get back to the stripper claim. And she's just like all over the, the place in the background, claim. like, you know, like posting stuff and all that stuff. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to stay calm and I'm going to keep looking into this because this is a potentially huge story. I, it's a potentially huge story that you're a stripper and that you took $119,000 and had cocaine with it, I guess. Because stripper said if so. If we're being scammed. So that entire thing makes no sense. And every single person, every single person who gave a single dollar to her campaign, plus yeah. any conservative, should yep. demand an answer about that charge. Okay? Demand that. So no. You, you just see what she just said. She finally came clean. This is 20 minutes into the video. And she finally came clean. Anybody who gave her money should demand an answer for that. So it's not about the crime. It never was. It's not about her doing something bad. It never was. It was an attack on her donors. And now she goes, you got to ask or you're getting scammed. You can't give her money. You're getting scammed. This is an attack on Kim's donors. It's not If it was attack on Kim, she'd have called the cops already. Kim would already be in the front page doing a perp walk. It's not. I promise you it's not, it gets crazier. It's it's about to get crazy. Oh, it was- So then I- um, So the, sorry, the, I like. the, the stripper cocaine thing, that's whatevs. Now it's crazy. Okay. Accidentally comments on my own thing. So then I keep looking at it, uh, her reporting. She, Kim's got a lot of space in your head right now. She's renting space in your head like there's no tomorrow. She is renting. And the funny part is, Candace has no, she has no empathy and no self-awareness. She doesn't understand how bad she looks right now. She is so concerned because she is absolutely, she's, she's, she lacks self-confidence so much and is so insecure that she has no self-awareness of how she looks right now. And she's telling you, and I just spent hours and hours and days on Kim Klasik. Why do you give a damn about whether Kim Klasik was a stripper or not? Don't you have like a TV show to do or something? Don't you have other parts of your life to live? Why do you care so much about this? And we're again, say you really were concerned. Why didn't you call your private investigator? Why didn't you call your team? I'm sure you have a, a team of producers at your show that could have gone through this. You must have at least two producers, maybe four or five. You probably have researchers and staff. Why aren't they doing it? Again, I'm only like five lines down. Like this isn't even like, you know, crazy. I'm like literally like I'm, I'm still on the first page. And I see three accounts, again, towards the end of her campaign, three charges off to, for 75000 um, mm -hmm. per a charge off. So 75000 three times in a row. And that instantly like raised a red flag for me because like. Of course it did. It's just. And I got to be clear. She literally admitted reporters went through this. Other people went through it and they didn't see the red flags, but she did. She said it. I didn't make this up. She said it. So they went through this. The Washington Post or whatever she said, went through it. She said this. They all went through it trying to get her. They didn't see anything. But Candace Owens did. First page. Okay. Weird to have a flat charge, like $75,000 exactly zero cents like that is a weird charge right like it's called what consultants charge it could be a consultancy fee all the time this happens but if you, you've never run a campaign so you have no idea how this works three times in a row i'm like what cost exactly seventy five thousand dollars maybe three months worth of work at the end of the campaign in the hardest time of the campaign like september october right there august and october could be that
could have been three separate people you used or three separate campaigns you wrote or did. Any of those things. And then I look a little further down. Again, it's $30,000. And it's all going to a company called Fox and Lion LLC. Clearly evil. So got the strip. Without question. Fur, car, we got this. Like now. We got all this web stuff. So clearly cocaine. And this is crazy. Cocaine and what else? Keep going. Now Fox Lion LLC. And these just random charges, right? Like I'm like. They're random. FBI, IRS agent at this point. Because I'm like. You're an FBI IRS agent. Do you hear what she just said? Candace Owens. FBI IRS. I guess is that like a thing? Does the FBI have a special IRS agent? Yeah. You don't sound dumb at all. You sound great. This is totally believable. You sound great. Call the FBI. Tell them you're on a case. Okay. That just seems weird to me. So I'm just going with my instincts. I hit that charge. And instincts. It says that this is for canvassing. Now, again, you'll be thinking, okay, maybe for uh, towards the end of her campaign, like this, they fronted the cost and Fox Line LLC did knock knocking on doors, canvassing. Yes, that does happen. Okay. You may, okay. Maybe you're a better FBI agent than I thought. That does happen. And somehow it cost, you know, about $275,000 and she's paying them very quickly towards the end of her campaign. Could be, or, or strippers and cocaine. I mean, like 50 50? Maybe she was desperate at the end of her campaign, spending all of the money she possibly could to try to win this race. Maybe, or cocaine strippers. 50-50. I don't know which one. Which are you going to go with? Uh, cocaine strippers? I don't know. Maybe. Um, and I just said to myself, okay. What'd you say? Like, it, this still seems like a little weird, so I'm going to look into this company. And it seems okay. weird because, again, if you look back, Tell me. she's got other charges for canvassing in Maryland. and they- She had a bunch of, wait a minute, you're telling me Somebody who was running for, for for Congress in Maryland for over a year had multiple charges for canvassing in Maryland over that year. Cocaine. They seem more appropriate, like Cocaine. $900, $1,000 here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that Cocaine. sounds like about the right cost to get people to knock on Cause doors. Because all the times you run for Congress in Maryland, you know what it costs, right? Oh, wait, never. You've never done that. Okay. $175,000 towards the end of your campaign just seems a little high. Like, you know, again, I don't run for office. So I'm like, maybe this is normal. But this seems like some Maxine Waters paying her daughter type weird stuff. So I'm like. Oh, this is Maxine Waters paying her daughter. That was a little bit of red meat for you guys. You Republicans. That was red meat for you Republicans. Take that. Mmm, delicious. That's my gut. So I'm like, let me go with this because I, I already have seen that this earlier thing with dusky holman better call saul guy is shady he's the better call saul guy i look into fox and lion llc get your pens out ladies and gents get your pens out pens out go get it and get your pen out first time get your pen away it's got a facebook page and the facebook page is weird because it only has three posts and it says three posts cocaine it's all about cocaine Veteran owned, black owned, we'll help you get elected, like, you know, and we will do like a campaign. So it's pretending at least that it's about politics, but three posts is weird. And I then go to the website of Fox Inline LLC. And the first thing that jumped out at me was yeah, this tell me. stock photo. Like, I mean, okay. like basic stock photo, like make your own website. So let me see. You go a Facebook page, has three posts, and you go to a website, 
and it's got a stock photo on it. That's cocaine. No doubt. Cocaine. Makes sense. I can't think of anything else. Got to be cocaine. Photo um, that I literally use in an old blog that I have. When you just get free photos, um, if you literally Google free stock images, computer, like it's like the first one that comes up. And I was like, that's weird because like, you know, if this person's making this much money, like shouldn't this website look a little bit differently? No, I agree. There's no, as long as you're not doing things like worrying about circumstantial evidence, I think we'll be fine. And oh, wait. So I check, you know, the Secretary of State again in Maryland to see when this company was registered. It was registered in June of 2020, just a couple of months before her Uh-oh. election day. Uh-oh. So brand new company. She decides to go with it. Um, and it says that this company can't go with new um, is being. So, so, so maybe they went with a new company and maybe the company was new. And maybe that's why they didn't have a lot of Facebook posts. The company you just said is less than six months old. Maybe that's why they had a crappy website they just put up because maybe they just came into play to work for her campaign because they believed in her. So they got together and made a company, threw up something quickly and went to work. Or cocaine and strippers. Either one. I mean, again, 50-50. Um, probably strippers. But could be just they believed in her, put a company together overnight, basically. You just said it's only six months old. So maybe that's why they only had stock photos and maybe why they only had three Facebook posts. And maybe they billed her, in which case they didn't get paid until six months later in November. You just said they got paid in November. So they went months without getting paid. So maybe that's why they didn't have a cool website or a lot of stuff on their Facebook page. Maybe their team was putting Facebook pages on her Facebook and not their own. Or cocaine. I don't want to take the cocaine part away. It could be cocaine. Or it could just be something else. I just said that makes total sense. Run by a man named Andy Pierre. That guy's shady. When things get really strange. Andy Pierre ran for a Democrat House seat in Maryland two years ago. So wait a minute. You're saying that a woman who's running for Congress in a Democrat-dominated, a Democratic-dominated district would hire someone who's a Democrat. What? What? Are we nuts? So she's hiring Democrats. So she can talk to Democrats? Well, technically three years now, in 2018. So, you know, two election cycles ago. Um, And I thought, why would she hire a Democrat, you know? To talk to Democrats in her district that is something like 70% Democrat. That, that I would too. I would too. Anybody who knows if you're running in a red district and you're not a Republican, you better hire some Republicans to figure out how to talk to Republicans. And if you're running as a Democrat, and if you're running in a Democrat area and you're a Republican, you better hire some Democrats to figure out how to talk to Democrats. This is how you do things. Oh, how dare you get my Democrats? And give them all of this money. And I look at the website and the website claims to have helped people in the past be elected, all of them Democrats, like the Honorable Judge something Talmadge. But when yes. you click the links, they're all broken. And I was like, that's weird, Fox 9 LLC. No doubt. Cocaine. Cocaine, man. And there's no way you helped get this person elected because that person's been in office for a while and you have only been in business since June of 2020. 
unless the people who run the company were consultants before. And because they were consultants on Democrat and Republican campaigns, they had to get together to create another uh, entity, which didn't exist because they weren't working together because they had someone, no one like Kim Clasey to work with. So they finally found someone, a Republican trying to convert Democrats. So they had to get together to make it happen. And they had no company because they didn't work together before. So now they do. And the individual consultants in that company had those successes. So the company didn't, but the individual consultants did. That's how this world works. According to the Secretary of State filings. So why is this money going to the Democrats? So it's got a number on there. So I'm like, let me just call, right? She's calling the number. Ask to call the number. Deadline doesn't exist. Like it just is like. Because they got rid of, they got rid of it because she's not running anymore. Therefore, they don't, this is, it's a, it's a temporary organization used to consult on her campaign. Now that her campaign's over, they disbanded. Yeah. Why would you? This is not crazy, guys. I'm sorry. Let me let me grab let me grab some of these comments. A lot of comments you guys have. Yeah. Okay. Let me keep going here. She goes. Well, Paula says. Well, it's more interesting than Trump versus Mitch. Ah, that's true. Paula, well done. Yes. Yes. That's that's true. So, all right. Um. Oh, you're right, Larry. Kim was supposed to kiss the ring. Yeah, I think it's obvious now. Yes. Uh, Tom says, no offense to anybody, but Kim didn't do anything wrong, nor did she change because she was a stripper. Tom, 100%. Exactly. If Again, if I don't even know Kim's policies before with you. Her policies may be terrible. They may be awesome. I, I don't know Kim. But she doesn't. Here's what I know. Unless Kim is some bad person I don't know about, she didn't deserve this. And that's why I'm defending her. Because she didn't deserve this. She was and is still, she's a a black woman from a bad, not the best upbringing, trying to bring herself up to be better than she is. Good. Keep going, Kim. Just keep going. That's where I'm saying. Keep going. Yes, absolutely. Karen says, to be fair, people on cocaine really get stuff done. This is true. So maybe this cocaine thing was actually a good thing. So, yes. Uh, Steve says, if only Republicans and Democrats would eat their own so much, they would simply fade away. There we go. Yes. I love that. Sam says, there was discussion on Candace's show about whether Candace is engaging in cancel culture. This does look like the guest was right and the pattern is emerging. I'm telling you, it's not looking good for her. You you can't keep doing this. But she has, the problem I, I, I say is she doesn't have enough self-awareness to understand what she's doing. That's her problem. She does not have enough self-awareness to know what she's doing. Michael says, some of these same claims seem crazy. You think Candace could be committing slander or defamation? Already Kim has a lawyer and they're considering suing her. Already. That's already there. That's already happening. I'll show, you, I'll show you her response in a second. Yes. So um, Kim is getting a lot of support on her social media accounts. Yes, she deserves it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So what's wrong with the 100,000 plate dinners? Democrats do it all the time. Yeah. And to be, Yes. I agree completely. The in when I raised money for Gary Johnson in 2016 that night, I raised 130000 dollars in one night for him. Yeah. Absolutely. David says renting space more like rent free. Yes, absolutely. Yes. More like rent free, 100 percent Fatima says, doesn't she have a newborn to take care of? Clearly not. Or look, I'm not mad at her. She's got money. She's probably got nannies to, to help her taking care of her kid. And good for her. I hope every mom who struggles to take care of their kid could have a nanny and have some help 
to take care of a kid. Obviously, I have two kids. Taking care of kids is not easy. So I'm not mad at her for that at all. You got the money to get some help take care of your kids. Good on you. Glad you got that. What I'm saying is you also have money and you also have staff to do this research. When I find this, when I find out issues I'm concerned, I call my team and say, hey, guys, can you do some research, some homework on this? That's what you do. Not her. Personal. Shannon says, um, haha, I just found this and all I heard was Lara yelling cocaine and strippers. This is amazing. It's true that she thinks it's cocaine. It's all about cocaine. Absolutely. James says, translation, I'm not knowledgeable on this, but look at this. Yes, that's very good. Yes. Tonight on Larry Shop, strippers and cocaine. Can the two make a good political campaign? Two hundred and seven. That's so like my next show, Jamie. That's like my next show. I love this. Yes. Paula says, I want to start reading the Bible to Candace now. Proverbs 30, 12. There is, a, there is a kind who is pure in his own eyes, yet is not washed from his filthiness. Hmm. Like that. Yes. I like that. I think she's insinuating money laundering campaign money. Yes. With this lion company. Maybe I'm wrong. And I'm, and I'm agreeing. She is. And my point is, they've already been checking this out. Wouldn't this already right, be done? Right? They would have already done this already? Yes. Torrance says, Candace hates strippers and cocaine. What a party pooper. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to party with Candace, do you? She'd be boring, Torrance. She'd be very boring. Yes. Um, Larry, great show, but Candace is making me crazy, and this is even funnier than your Cuomo tirade. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, Sam says, campaigning finance is a joke. AOC gave $1 million to her boyfriend and consulting fees, and the campaign, was co- the campaign money was co-mingled with, with Justice Democrats and similar PACs. Zero was done. Corruption is the norm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that, right? There's a lot of that, 100%. There's a lot of that. So, um, Shauna says, uh, Candace Owens is just a negative energy. So she is, that's true, right? That See, this goes back to what Torrance was saying. He, he, it's not that she's wrong. She says some things that are right. It's not that she's wrong. It's just she's so negative and so condescending and so vitriolic. That's the issue. If she would channel what she was saying and doing into a positive way, I mean, she could be just so much better, right? I mean, so much better. So um, this is like a Dave Chappelle show episode, only funnier. Thank you. Um, James says, if anything, she went from a respectable career to the least respectable career politics. I know. Most of them will be a stripper, isn't it? I agree. Yes, it's very funny. All right. Um, I'll wrap this up real fast. A couple more, and then I'm going to show you something else real fast. Beep, beep, song. Like, December does not exist. Like, it didn't exactly say December does not exist, but you know what I'm talking about. You can do it. Go to Fox and Lion. Don't, don't, up. don't do it. Don't listen to her. Don't, don't, don't do any of that. That is a bad idea. Dollars of Republican money. And I now suddenly am blocked on everything as I have asked him these questions. I happen to have her number in my phone because she asked me to endorse her. I never answered mm-hmm. her or responded. But I asked- you never answered and responded, and she didn't get mad at you. She, she accepted it. She goes, you're powerful. Okay, I got it. So I'm walking away. But then when this happened, now she attacked you. And now you're saying it's because you didn't endorse her. Ask her directly because I'm like, you know, at this point, she's like in the background about the stripper stuff. We say, I'll sue you for defamation. I'm like, can you just say yes or no if it's true or false? She wouldn't say yes or no. Wouldn't say true or false. Threatened to sue and then blocked. And so I was like, okay, well, she was if somebody asked me if I was a stripper, I would just say no. I wouldn't threaten to sue him. I would just be like, no. <laughs> I'm just not. If somebody asked me. No, I'm just not. Yeah. If someone asked me about stripper, I'd be like, thank you. If someone asked said, Larry, are you, were you a stripper? Are you a stripper? I'd be like, you think I could be a stripper? 
You're my new best friend. I, I hope someone asked me that. That'd be amazing. I'd be so, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I was. Not only was I a stripper, I was the best stripper. If about, you know, random corporations, if they were like, Candace, we saw that Blexit paid X amount of random dollars to whatever. Everything's like, random. Oh, yeah, we definitely talked to that person. All right. Let me, let me, let me pull that off. And, and if I can, she just goes on about how, how bad this is. Eventually, eventually Kim gets back. She is, Kim is devastated by this, by the way, initially. She is shell-shocked. She didn't think that this would, would happen. Her donors came after her. Everybody came after her. And she's in a bad spot. So for those of you who don't know, I, I just found this out. Kim is estranged from her husband. They're getting divorced. So she's already in a bad spot. He didn't want the spotlight. He didn't like the spotlight. The campaign basically ended their, ended their marriage. I know how a campaign can hurt your marriage. If my wife is listening, you know what I'm talking about. Campaigns can tear your marriage to pieces. Kim lost her marriage, right? And I feel bad. For, I mean, I don't know if they wore any rocks or not, but look, I don't want anybody to lose their marriage that you don't want to. If you want to lose your marriage, good on you. If you don't, that's terrible. So she was battered badly and, and was struggling and literally submitted a drug test publicly because she was afraid her donors might think that she was on drugs after this. This is her response. Where you have like crazy accusations of federal crimes against yourself, you know, your family and other private citizens. Like you have to observe, you have to gather, you have to get legal counsel and you have to listen to legal counsel. See, she was thinking, she was like, I'm not just gonna get in a Twitter fight. I'm not just gonna yell stuff. I'm gonna get a lawyer because this is Candace Owens. She knows the Trump family. She's she knows people. She's powerful and she's got money and an audience. I can't fight her. This is Goliath and I'm David. Um, you know, you can't just start, you know, going out there and be like, oh, I did it. I did it. Like, I think people want to see like this social media fight. And that's just not going to happen when it comes to me. Right. I'm almost 40 years old. Like, it's just not. I'm, I'm a grown woman. And so, you know, when some people ask, well, why did you block Candace? Mm -hmm. Before I blocked Candace, I asked her if she wanted to go on Instagram Live and hash out whatever she wanted to Wanted to go on Instagram Live, right? Now, if you know these women, if she's putting it out like that, she says, let's go on Instagram Live and hash this out. What she didn't want to do, and I'm telling you, Kim was smart for this. And I feel like I don't know Kim at all. I don't know. I've, I've learned more about her now from this video than, than anything else. Um, Kim didn't want to go to when the queen summoned her because she was afraid that she would get her head lopped off. So she was afraid. So she wanted to go on Instagram live so everybody could see it, right? So that she couldn't just get her head lopped off and then they would chop it up in, in editing and, and they would own everything, right? She didn't want Daily Wire to own everything and she'd have no ability to defend herself. She wanted to go on Instagram live. Smart move. To hash out. She didn't want to go. She wanted to do it on her show because we all know to watch her show, you have to subscribe. Like you wouldn't yep. see it for free. You have to subscribe. Yep. Um, and then that helps her, you know, with her ratings and, and helps her. Yeah. And they also own it and she can't show it. And whatever she says is owned by them. Daily Wire. Yeah. Kim was smart. She's like, I'm not going into that. That's an ambush. I'm not going there. And of course, all Candace wants is the grift anyway. So she's like, you got to come on my show so that people will pay me. Otherwise, no. And Daily Wire, you know, get money. Like, yep. you should, they need more subscriptions that, for people to watch the show. And so that's what that was about. And for me, I said to her, if you're really about, you know, me answering any of these questions, even though you're not a journalist, let's just go on Instagram Live. There we go. She refused to do it. 
I then got a call from a donor that we share. Now, didn't I tell you about this? Right. This is common. It's in the libertarian movement, too, by the way. Right. This isn't just them. Our pool is small libertarians. So many of us libertarians, we share donors also. Right. Donors who support one candidate, support another one. It's a common issue. Right. So we do have that problem sometimes. Right. We're small. Hers is small, too, because in her one Republican world, there are also black conservative women. And those are certain issues that certain Republicans care about tremendously. They also wind up sharing donors. So what Candace was trying to do was attack her donors. And it worked. Her donor called her. Uh, the donor that we share said, please do not go back and forth with this girl. Um, he said, if you can, just block her. So I blocked her. You know, um, I didn't think anything of it. Now, that, that this shows that Kim is a, is, a, is, a, is a little bit naive in this one. For those of you who don't know, if you played this game before with donors, donors will always, this is a normal thing. It's not a good or a bad thing. It is. And if you run for office, you know, I'm going to tell you. Donors will always try to control their candidate. That is normal. That's how it works. They will always try. It is up to a candidate to know when to listen and when not. Sometimes you got to tell your donor no. Sometimes you tell your donor yes. If you always say yes, you're in trouble. My worry is Kim was totally taken back by this, didn't know how to handle it. And a donor said, do something. She went, okay, uh, okay, I'll do what you say, donor, because I'm scared. And if you've been a in this world where you depend upon donors, they can be scary. They absolutely can be scary. One of the reasons why I have many small donors. That's one of the reasons why I have that. I, you know, they have blocking on social media, so you can do it if you want to. Um, she was in my direct messages. I didn't post these just because I, I don't play that <laughs> game. But she was direct messaging me like mm-hmm. every hour for three days, right? It went from Friday. Now, you, you might think she's exaggerating. But you just heard how much rent-free space, thank you for that rent-free, that rent-free space that Kim is, is, is hanging out in Candace's head. So I actually believe Kim. I think she's, I, I think Candace did text her like three times a day or whatever. I think that was true. I think that actually happened. Saturday and then Sunday. And then I just made that little short video on Sunday just to address everything she was saying on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, dude, you have a new baby and a husband, and here you are literally direct messaging me all day long for three days straight. So I didn't know what was going on. It, it was very odd and bizarre behavior to me. And so that donor was like, let her die on this hill alone. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, sure. So, But note what the donor said. The donor said, let her die on the hill alone, right? That's actually pretty smart in general. But Candace is not stopping. She's like, oh, I'm going. What, what did Christine say? No off button? Yes. Guys, you have seen. You've watched. If you've watched the show, you've seen people insult me directly to my face. You've seen. I just I just showed that, that McAfee interview where he insulted me like three times. I just I keep going. You can't be in this world and, and not expect to be insulted. It's just how it works. I think some of the questions that were not answered, if I can run through them real quick, um, Fox and Lion LLC, like I said, Jesse's going to explain to you how much canvassing costs. Uh, a lot of people don't know how much uh, campaigning costs. And a lot of this, yes. like, I think that's what we see in the story. There are a lot of people ignorant to what it takes to run for office. Yes. Um, and so I don't expect everybody to know, right? Like if you're a plumber, I don't know how to do any plumbing. Uh, you, you wouldn't expect me to. Absolutely. Um, so I don't expect you to know how much it costs to campaign. Um, now, a couple of things, like I said, with the money, I never had access to the treasury, 
right? And so if you know, if you guys know Eugene, sorry, Eugene, throwing your name out there, but Eugene is the one that started off with my campaign. Mm -hmm. uh, we got in the special election and he purposely set it up to make sure that this would not happen. This is why you have a treasurer, right? I had two different treasurers. This is why you have a treasurer. The treasurer is the so, person who deals with this. The treasurer deals with this to make sure. And I had a treasurer and a separate campaign manager, right? And I actually had a marketing budget. So I had three different people who were spending the money for me. I wasn't, I wasn't right. I had a little, a, a little debit card. Like when I'd go to a diner, that that's all the money I spent was the diner stuff. And that was all in the credit card. So everybody saw it. And I showed you all, all my stuff. I took a picture of a diner I was in. So yeah. I never had access. I could not withdraw cash. I could not wire funds and I could not even write a check. So if I ever said we had to pay for something on the campaign, the treasurer would have to do it themselves. Uh, I did not have that access. So to say that I did money laundering, to say that my husband was involved in money laundering and he's a certified public accountant, um, I can't wait until you know his lawyer gets a hold of this whole situation. Um, but that's not something you should be accusing us of doing. Uh, it is Agreed. absolutely false. We had no access to any of the money. Now, mm -hmm. I did notice that she did not even mention that we left close to a million dollars in the bank. Did anybody account for that? No, because this so-called Instagram investigative journalist is not an accountant. No, no, she's an FBI slash IRS agent. That's She is a self-proclaimed, Candace Owens is a self-proclaimed FBI IRS agent. That's a new type of agent. You thought FBI agent was tough? This is the FBI IRS agent. Way tougher. My question for you, Kim, is where's the cocaine? And I just think it's interesting that people are saying, you know, whatever Candace is saying is factual. It's not. No. I've never been under investigation for anything. Mm -hmm. I did nothing wrong. Like, this is like, it's so bizarre to me that people think Candace Owens in four days did more due diligence than the FEC in an entire year. And yes. this is what they do. Like, yes. just think about that part real quick. Uh, I did. Events. So some people were saying Pearl Events is not in good standing. Pearl Events is in good standing. Fox and Lion is in good standing. Um, a lot of businesses right now in Maryland are in good standing, but it's not updated online. Okay. It's so not. Maryland and Baltimore, you know, those state and city offices were closed because of the coronavirus pandemic. So everybody ah. getting back to work now, they're all now starting to update their systems. Remember, yeah. Dr. Hogan declared a state of emergency. Now that it's been lifted, I think it's over on August 15th. Crazy. Um, you should see a lot of those records shift. But Wow. So wait a minute. So everything that Candace Owens threw against the wall to act like you were evil and and doing cocaine with strippers, you actually have a reasonable answer that people could research and look up. Hmm. That's odd. It's strange how that works. But people were asking why Pearl Events got $119,000. If you go to my YouTube channel, you can see that we have our, um, it was our election night party. We actually, yeah, we went live from our election night party on YouTube. That video is still there. We brought up Big and Rich. Uh, we had an event planner because, again, it's mm -hmm. election night party. So we could not plan a party and run for office at the same time. Can't do both. Uh, we totally had true. cigar rollers. We had goodie bags. We had uh, Sagamore whiskey came, whiskey tastings. This was a party to host for everybody that volunteered for mm -hmm. our campaign. And you guys know we had hundreds of volunteers. So wait a minute. So you, she paid $119,000 after the election. Why? It was an election night party. 
huh, crazy how that happens. Crazy. So we wanted to make sure that we treated them right. They spent a lot of their time and effort trying to help me win the race. So yes, I don't take that back. I would still pay that much amount of money for the election night party. We had amazing people that worked on our campaign and I wanted to treat them the best that I could. And yep. I do not regret it. I would not take it back and I would do it again. So yep. that's that on that. Um, I'm sorry, you know, this is just so crazy to me. Human trafficking, we were accused of. Really, human trafficking. So, you know, the lawyers don't want us to like get into everything, but yeah, I was never right, yes. a madam. Like, are you kidding me? Like so many things you, you listen to this, this Instagram live. Now I want to be clear. Is, is, is it a good look if she dated and married the strip club manager? No, it's not a good look. That's true. But who am I to judge? Maybe they were in love. Maybe they weren't and he just thought she was hot or she thought he was hot. Maybe, I don't know. But who am I to judge? How do I know what they were thinking? How do I know whether or not they were in love or not? It is a bad look, absolutely. But it doesn't mean it's shady and it doesn't mean it's criminal. It just means it's a bad look. That's true. It's a bad look to be, it's a bad look to date your boss. It's a bad look. That's all. Story and it's like, really? Really, everything that I do is uploaded everywhere. We even have, if you go to my YouTube channel, you guys probably remember the YouTube series, Unbought and Unbossed. I was up, hooked up to a microphone the last mm -hmm. 30 days of my campaign. So I was always mic'd up and I had a mm -hmm. camera crew with me the entire time. But now I'm some kind of like drug addict that's going <laughs> around and yes. hanging out in the strip club and, and taking campaign money and doing it. Yes, that's... Yes, that's that's actually the the what she says. That did. is the most wildest and outlandish story I've ever heard. Mind you, all the clubs were closed during my campaign. Again, Look at that. They were COVID. locked down. Like it makes zero sense. The pictures that were posted that I see like floating all around, you can find them on my Facebook and on my Instagram. That's where people are taking them from. I yeah. don't hide. So all the photos that she found the 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 FBI IRS IRS agent she found on her, on her open social media. Wow, you were digging deep. Yes, it's crazy. It is crazy. Let me grab a couple of your comments here. I love this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Um, Candace uses her talent and strong speaking skills to bring people down to uplift man mankind. Yeah, I, again, I'll go back to Torrance's point. She's not wrong. She's just mean. She's mean. Shauna says, uh, Larry, please go back on Joe Rogan. I, I will. My book's coming out next month. Hopefully, he'll put me back on. We'll do a book tour. Absolutely. Um, she looks amazing for almost 4630. She does look good. Yep, absolutely. She does. It's true. Paula says, Kim's a lot more likable. That's true. She is. She's definitely more likable. That's true. Absolutely. Yes. Paula says, this show is worth every penny of my husband's Patreon donation. Thank you for that. And now, thank you for bringing it up. Now, I'm going to grift it for a couple seconds here. Guys, like, comment, and share. If this is good, you like it, please like, comment, and share. It does matter. And you know what you can also do? You can support my sponsors. Head over to the World's Smallest Political Quiz. It is right there. Click that link. Take the World's Smallest Political Quiz and then share it. That keeps my sponsors happy. My sponsors who paid it, my team, so I can keep doing this, so I can do research without me having to do it, unlike Candace Owens, and so I can find things like this. And they can email me stuff. My team told me about this. 
right? These are the people who tell me about this, posting all the little clips you see, you see Shockway clips. If you click the link tree, all the stuff we're doing, TikToks, the, all that stuff, that's my team putting it all together. That's important. You take this quiz, my donors are happy, they keep giving me cash, and I don't have to get yelled at by Candace Owens. So please do that. If you want to go further, like Paula has done, patreon.com slash sharpway. Every little bit counts. And I like a whole bunch of little drips because I don't want to be beholden to any individual donor like Kim, sadly, sometimes might be. I don't want to be that person. So the more of you who throw 10 bucks my way, the less beholden I am to an individual, the more I'm beholden to all of you, which is far more important and who I want to be beholden to. That I actually want to. So I hope that was helpful. Thank you for saying that, Paul. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So let's see if I can do this. Um, uh, Candace wanted to be a bully. And if she doesn't get proof, then she will get sued. Maybe. That, may, that might be true. Yes. Um, Christine says, this is publicity for Kim. I didn't know who she was before this. I agree, Christine. I think in the long run, Kim is going to look much better than Candace on this one. Candace should have walked away from this. She, she just walks it up. I'm done. I'm out. She actually made Kim look better and she made herself look worse. I think that's true. Yes. Um, Karen says, this is definitely the longest any podcast has ever kept my interest. <laughs> Thank you. I'm winning, Karen. Thank you. As a treasurer, I'm just aghast, honestly. Yeah. Yes. John says, you know who's winning the war on drugs? Kim Klasik. There we go. Cocaine and apparently strippers for the win. I'm in. I love that. It's awesome. Very good. All right, let me keep going down here. My pictures. It's me. This is my life, and I'm fine with it. So, again, this is... She's so fine that she was a stripper. I'm me. fine with it, too. Uh, the private plane. You can also you are. on my YouTube channel. Uh, I actually went down to Georgia when President Trump introduced uh, the Platinum Plan rollout. I think we were told maybe 20 hours in advance. Again, this is during the coronavirus. Not many flights. I mean, if the president invites mm -hmm. you to come speak on, spa on stage... Uh, to present the platinum plan rollout, you're gonna go. You're gonna go, point. and you're gonna do what it takes to get there. And so the point. very next morning, I had an event uh, in Montgomery County. The Montgomery County Central uh, Committee can tell you. Um, and so we were trying to race back as fast mm -hmm. as we could to still have that obligation in Montgomery County. The problem was, I know that right. What you talk about Joe Rogan, right? And uh, China said I should go on Joe Rogan. When I went on Joe Rogan, I had to fly to California that morning do Joe Rogan and fly back that evening. Cause I had events still, I was still campaigning. So even Joe Rogan, I still had campaign events. I didn't even stay in California that day. I flew in, did Joe Rogan flew out. When I did Glenn Beck, I flew into Austin and then flew out. Oh, Dallas, no, Austin. I forgot Texas. I forgot what city I went to tell you the truth. Um, Dallas, I think it's Dallas, right? Yeah. I, went, I flew into Dallas and then flew back out. That was it. I had to get in and get out. I, I got events to do. I get what she's saying. Uh, the president was actually late to the platinum plan rollout. And so by the time we got to the tarmac and got out of there, uh, we were too late, which was unfortunate. But, you know, we made it up to uh, the, the Montgomery County Committee after that. But that is why we did that. It was all mm -hmm. about getting out there and, and doing what we had to do. This wasn't like me taking luxury flights, <laughs> just hanging out. Um, that wasn't a thing. But you could actually go to my YouTube channel and see the day that I went to do the Platinum Plan. That's the funny part. She has everything on her social media. So if she's trying to hide her stuff, she's really bad at it. Like, I mean, maybe she's that bad, but 
man, like she's really bad at it if she's trying to hide her stuff. It's not going well for her at all if she's trying to hide it. Really bad. Roll out in Georgia. You can see me walking on the tarmac. You can actually see the whole behind the scenes and why we did it the way we did it. Um, it it's available for everybody to see. There we go. Uh, you know, the, the crazy part about this, I know a lot of people want to hear about the money. Oh, the Democrat operatives, which is really yeah. weird to say. Yeah, the Democrat. Uh, here, here, I love this part. You hire Democrats to help you win an election in a democratically dominated district. Yeah. So this is probably what hurt us the most. And then I don't need to go through all that. But Hold on. She's hurt us the most. And here's the reason why she's going to say this. A lot of her donors, as a lot of mine were and still are for you guys to support me, thank you so much, are smaller donors. $10, $25, a common, a common thing. Many of those people don't know how this works when it comes to what she's doing. And when they hear that Democratic operatives are being funded, if you're a hardcore Republican and you hear that, you're going to take it. You're going to be like, no, I'm not giving her my money. And you're going to watch the donations just all of a sudden plummet. They're not going to want to do that. And I get it. If you're a Republican, why would you want to give Democrats money? Makes sense. I get it, right? Why would you want to? She's going to explain why in a second. This is what hurt us the most. We had Democrats um, in Maryland District 7, especially in Baltimore, willing to help us with our campaign to target Democrat voters. When yes. you're running in a Democrat district, you have to target Democrats to flip that district. Yes. If I didn't target Democrats, if I didn't try to flip the uh, Democrat votes, then you could call me a fraud. Yes. If she was just taking your money and not trying to impact as best she could, if she was just taking your money and not trying to actually win, that's a fraud. One of the reasons why I busted my rump when I ran for office until the last day. For those of you who remember, I was doing I was live for three hours on election day telling people to go to the polls and vote for me. I busted my ass up until the last minute because you guys gave me money and time and energy, and I wanted to make sure I could do the best that I possibly could do. I wanted to make sure I had the best chance of getting the best impact possible. And I still haven't stopped, and I'm still doing it now. And she wants to also, she wants to give her, look, I wish she was, wasn't a Republican. I wish she was a, a, a Libertarian instead, but fine. She's still in good faith trying to give the Republicans what they want and they want her to make impact and try to win. And she's hiring people to do so, as she should. Then clearly I'm not trying to win. You have to strategize, right, when you run a campaign. You have to know that you, or you have to know basically flipping the district uh, is going to take you messaging, reaching out, phone calls, canvassing in yep. Democrat territory. If you don't do that, you're not going to win. And so we ran to win. And yes. so it's interesting that a lot of people don't know that you do that. And that just shows you how many people in the GOP um, aren't really serious about flipping these districts. That, that's really what we uncovered here. The damage that's done is now those Democrats that were helping us, uh, that she wanted to name um, in her Instagram live video, uh, they're not going to help us now because Ouch. they're probably afraid that this is going to happen again. So what? It so look at that. Candace Owens being so angry and being so upset and naming all these people. Now, if you want to flip a Democrat district, it's going to be harder because you might not be able to get the operatives who actually believe that their Democrats are bad Democrat. So they would try to get someone else in because they know their Democrats bad. 
and they were trying to get a, someone else to take a Republican or maybe a Libertarian in there. Now we can't have them now. Thanks, Candace. Helped yourself out, though. Did, really, uh, was basically take away a lot of the work and the progress that we made in District 7. Uh, that's the unfortunate part. You know, I have candidates in Red Renaissance, and we're trying to flip districts across the country, and a lot of them are in inner cities. And so now you see this thing come out um, that now Democrats can completely attack us. And uh, I just feel bad for everybody else that's involved because, you know, those candidates don't deserve this. Yep. I don't deserve this. Um, I don't know. I would agree. This was an unfair attack. Candace, you, if any of your people are watching, you should have walked away from this. You should have done, said your piece. You don't like Juneteenth. I got it. You should have said you don't like Juneteenth. And then walked away. It's fine. You do something for this whole time. Let it go. But you had to double down. And then when Kim stood up because her people got mad at her. And when she defended herself, you brought down the hammer and you attacked her donors, which you had attacked her exactly when she was weakest in her donors. Why, you know, me saying in a tweet, you have a lack of engagement in the community would make her go above and beyond. I don't know. Because um, she's petty. Now, That's why. I think, you know, a lot of the that we made has just been real and bad. When I blocked Candace, I got a phone call from a donor that said, please block her. She looks nuts. Uh, we actually share that donor, and he is pulling out support for her because of her antics this past. See that? Donors don't care about the individual personality of the person they're supporting, donors care about the impact that they make. You are the same. Well, I'm sure many of you love me, and I love you back. If I just all of a sudden decided I'm saying, I'm the king of the world, you all must worship me, you'd all be like, I'm not watching that guy. He's a jerk. You'd all be taking your Patreons away. But if you're like, no, Larry's making impact. He's drawing people in. He's, he's giving me good content. Then you go, great, I'll keep giving Larry money. And that's what donors care about. You're a donor. So are, so are those donors too. And they're saying, we support Candace because Candace makes impact. If Candace stops making impact, we stop supporting Candace. And they think Kim is going to make impact, they'll start supporting Kim. They want to make impact. Last week. Uh, you can look it up if you want. There are Blexit chapters now being dissolved um, because she basically said that she doesn't want to support you know, what she calls unwinnable districts. And a lot mm. of those unwinnable districts are in predominantly black areas. And so if your mission with Blexit was to flip, uh, you know, Democrat voters in black areas, um, what are you talking about? You know, this literally what's the purpose of Blexit if you're basically saying, hey, guys, don't donate to these candidates um, that are Blexit, you know, or that would help these areas, you know, Blexit, as she says. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes no sense. Uh, and so you could see the chapters are dissolving. We're getting phone calls from people that work at, you know, Blexit chapters that now want to join our movement because they're mm-hmm. saddened uh, by the comments that were made by she and Corinne Tatum. Um, Corinne Tatum, of course, is Officer Tatum's wife. So, of course, yes, because Officer Tatum is in that same camp as Candace Owens, in the same camp. But my, my, my point here being, I think in the long run, Candace made a mistake. I think she messed this up, and I think that's really my point. Let me grab a couple of, of comments if I could. So uh, let's see here. Logic says, uh, Candace is not the end all be all. She lost herself when she debated Blair White. Oh, okay. There we go. Yes. Um, James, uh, James says, what's the term for when you hint or push an un- uh, at untrue things and get stuck in people's minds as being true? Uh, 
Lies. <laughs> Paula says, proves Candace does not care about the party, just Candace. I don't know if that's true to be forward with you. I, I don't know if I'm about to go that far. I don't know if that's true. What I do know is Candace does care about herself a lot and she is very insecure. So she becomes petty. And this is petty. This should never have happened. This is completely Candace's fault. She's the senior person. She's the more powerful person. She's the bigger person than this. All she had to do was just say nothing. And this whole thing goes away. All she do is just say nothing. That was it. Whole thing goes away. So, yes. Saying that they're, they don't think that people should help, uh, you know, minority candidates in these areas that are deeply blue. Uh, that was probably really sad to see for a lot of people. Yes. And you know what? I'm so sorry that if you signed up for Blexit, hoping to carry out that mission that you see now that that's not what your founder intended at all. Um, yes. It's sad. Um, I think that covers everything. There we uh, go. You know, a lot of people were saying, you know, why did yeah. you post a drug test? Yes. Uh, again, I work with donors that are a million. See, the donors came after her. This actually worked, but didn't work. Candace attacked her in her donors. The donors got scared and went, whoa, 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 you want drugs? And she was about to lose a bunch of her donors. So she had to submit to a drug test. Imagine how you would feel if it happened to you. Imagine if how you would feel if it happened to you. Now, Republicans, libertarians, doesn't matter. <laughs> if someone says, Larry, you're on drugs, I'm like, yeah. And, and my, my people are like, yeah, I'm glad Larry's on drugs. It, it wouldn't matter. They wouldn't care. Well, she's a Republican. That matters to Republicans, right? And Candace knew that mattered to Republicans. Republicans care about that stuff. Libertarians, it's fine. We're mad if you're not on drugs. So, so this matters to them. And she knew that. And the donors called her and she got scared. Imagine if you had to. If, you, if your integrity was being attacked so much, you had to submit to a drug test. And these people want to throw support behind my candidates in Red Renaissance. Um, of course, you want to make sure that your donors know that you're not on drugs. As so she says, my candidates. Kim is supporting other candidates. Now, again, I wish they were Republicans. They wish they were Libertarians. But I'm just saying she's doing what she thinks is right in her own world. Right. And in theory, Candace should be supporting her. When I support other candidates, you guys see me support libertarian candidates all the time. Every week I do Libertarian Drinking Coffee Live. Last night I had Jeff Hewitt on. I'm supporting other candidates all the time. Today, today so you notice today I had Stacey Pressman on. So I'm supporting libertarian candidates, of course. And libertarian donors aren't getting mad at me or going, how dare you? They're going, good job, Larry. Please don't stop. Because if you're libertarian, you would care. If you're a Republican, you should be supporting Republican candidates, right? You've been accused of doing drugs. And so, yes, I thought that was very relevant to this story. Um, you know, I think this whole thing was to take a swipe at my career, obviously. Yep. 100%. And to swipe at, you know, the donor class that's been helping us. Um, you know, luckily, a lot of donors reached out and said, we don't buy the story and we support mm -hmm. you 100%. Um, I'm on my way to Orlando now. My event has not been canceled. Um, I will be on a panel with Congressman Byron Donalds. And I'm going to go back to life as usual. If there we you go. feel that anything doesn't add up, then there's nefarious uh, action here. Um, you know, call for an investigation. Ask That's what I'm to saying. Investigate me. Call the authorities. I've never been under investigation because I haven't done anything wrong. That's my point. If if she really thought it was bad, why are you calling cops? I've never had access to the money. There is no evidence of money laundering from anyone, not even my treasurer. 
um, and we left close to a million dollars in the bank. Uh, you know, I didn't pay myself a salary, which you would have saw if you looked at my FEC report. Uh, many candidates do, especially when they raise that much money. Um, and so I'm so sad that it has taken, you know, all of this to address this. But hopefully, you know, this answers questions. If not, I don't go. know what to Good. tell you. We have a lot of people, you know, working behind the scenes as far as lawyers. Um, so she then goes on later on to show this other woman who now explains where the money went. And I'm real brief on this. And how campaigns work. What happens is when you get to the end of your campaign. Yes. That's when everything counts. Yes. So you spend however much time you can raising as much money as you can. Why? Yes. Because you have to pay for all the people that are going to contact your voters and all the different ways that they're going to do that. It's Bingo. Marketing. These are the, the I, I'll stop with that. But she just begins to explain how you spend all that money at the end of a campaign. Yeah. So it, it's, it's weird. All of that time and energy, all of that, that Kenneth Owen spent, she, Kim did a 20 minute video and explained it all. Here it is. Here's it all. My question is, where's the cocaine and the strippers? That was just made up. This was terrible. This was terrible. And I know when I do Kenneth Owen stuff, a lot of people really like Kenneth and I get it. And look, I, she's not always wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm saying she's mean. I'm saying she's petty. I'm saying she's obviously insecure and can't stand anybody else being in her world. That's what I'm saying. And she should change what she's doing and stop being a grifter and help the people who she says she wants to help. She'd be much better if she did that. And I wish she'd stop saying things that dump on on the black community all the time. It bothers me. You might go, Larry, why does it bother you so much? Because she's black? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It bothers me because that does. Yes. I say before, if, if you're Jewish and some popular Jewish person takes a dump on some Jewish traditional Jewish, you know, uh, holiday, you wouldn't like it because you're Jewish and they're popular Jewish. Why are you dumping on my, just, you don't like Yom, Yom Kippur. Just don't, don't observe it and walk away. That is my issue. She should just, if you don't like Juneteenth, don't celebrate it. Don't observe it. No worries. Or say something that you don't think is bad and walk away. Also fine. Larry, she has every right to say her opinion. She does. Every right she does. And I have every right to call her a mean, insecure, petty little person. So I guess we're even then, aren't we? We're even. You should stop hating black people so much. You're one, it, you're one of us. You should probably stop it, is what I'm saying. You don't have to. You don't have to, but you should. That's what I'm saying. So, all right, I got some uh, mean girl energy. Yes, absolutely. Again, she's awful. Yes, um, yes. All she does is hate in the black community. It's awful. Yes, what a grifter. Wow. Think con artist. Wow, hammer, hammer, hammer. Okay, yes, I guess the hammer people are here today. I happen to agree. Yes, I happen to agree with you completely. But that that's my point. Guys, please follow me on Twitter. It does matter. These little pieces count. This was only on Sharpway stuff. Please do that. Please follow me on Facebook. Please follow me on YouTube. But more important to all that stuff, if from these Sharp Way pages that you're watching me on now, if you share to other pages from the Sharp Way, it will bring people to the Sharp Way properties. This way, when they cancel me, when Candace Owens gets mad and has whatever, Facebook cancel me, actually not Facebook, YouTube cancel me or whoever, when they cancel me on Larry Sharp, I'll still have Sharp Way properties here to still produce a whole bunch of goodies what will happen to run behind a paywall?
That's what I'm hoping for. I don't want to have to run behind a paywall. That is, you know, terrible. I don't want to have to run behind a paywall if I don't have to. I'd appreciate not doing that. So thank you for doing all of that. Guys, of course, if you can, take the World's Smallest Political Quiz. It does matter. Every time you click that link, you're letting, you're letting my donors know that you care, that it matters, and they keep supporting. I need my, my sponsors to keep supporting the show. So please click that. It's free. It takes you a minute, and please share it. It does matter. If you've got some cash, support the show, patreon.com slash sharpway. If you can throw me 10 bucks a month, that'd be awesome. It helps to keep everything going. we got a lot of stuff going on. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for this evening. I oh, hold on. I got one more last thing. Christian just popped in. Haven't tuned in for a while. And this episode just reminds me of how great Larry is. Oh, thank you. I'll be tuning in more consistently. I apologize for my previous wrongdoing. I I still love you. All good, Kristen. And all you guys, if you if you I put a lot of stuff out. If you can't watch it all, I get it. But I hope you'll enjoy some of it. I hope it's enlightening in many ways. And I, you see different spins of what I'm trying to achieve. And I hope you can share it. Guys, have a great night. Um, tomorrow night, I am debating Dylan Burns here at 7 p.m. on foreign policy. So we're having a discussion, not a debate. He calls it a debate. It's fine. We can debate. He can beat me up if he wants to. I'm calling it a discussion. I think we'll enjoy it. I'll see you tomorrow.